You are listening to the Living Room Confessional Podcast. professional podcast. I am your host, Courtney. So I just want to start off this episode by saying I'm so sorry that I'm a week late, but my laptop went out. (laughs) So I kind of had to wait until it got fixed before I could finish recording and editing and uploading this episode. So thank you guys for sticking it out with me and I hope you enjoy this episode. So to kick off this episode, we're basically going to go back through the last episode and kind of piggyback off of some of the things that I was talking about when we discussed starting a podcast and when I started my podcast. Basically, that episode is primarily about the first year of my podcast. And something I want to share with you guys is some of the software and the platforms that I use to promote and get the podcast out there to you guys. So to start, my hosting platform is Buzzsprout. There are videos all over YouTube. They have a YouTube site. They have their own podcast. They have a LinkedIn page. Like it's a whole thing. So this software is where I host all of my episodes and the website that I told you about that I currently have, that's a part of the host site, that's Buzzsprout. So I basically upload all of my episodes and kind of maintain them through this site. You can basically use the site based on how many times you want to upload. It gives you a certain amount of hours based on the membership level that you had. I've used three different levels during my time with the podcast. When I was uploading weekly, I was on the highest level. Now that I do every other week, pretty much, I'm on the, not the lowest level, but the level before the lowest level. So I think it's a fantastic platform. They have so many resources for you if you wanna get started and you don't know what to do or you're having issues in certain areas. There is just a huge repository of information. So I highly recommend Buzzsprout. Another platform that I use is Canva. Any marketing, any posts, any videos, anything that I need to do (laughs) that has to do with posting on Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever, I use Canva and I am able to schedule my posts through Canva. And I used to use Hootsuite, which is a separate platform for scheduling out um, any content that you wanted to share via social media. And because I'm already paying for Canva, it's more cost effective for me since I primarily post on LinkedIn to just, not LinkedIn, on Instagram to just do it from one spot. So I basically create my content and I schedule it and then I'm done. So it's super convenient for me, which I'm all about the most convenient options. So next, I use Audacity to record my podcast. So you heard me say that I have a Zoom account. Because I'm not doing interviews right now, I don't actually need to use my Zoom account. But when I do interview, I go to Zoom. Audacity is a great editing software. There are a ton of YouTube videos that can help you kind of navigate through the software and teach you how to edit, teach you all the tricks and the noises and all the things that you can do when you're recording a podcast and creating content. So I use kind of the bare minimum settings. Editing is not my favorite. So I basically went on there and I learned how to edit. I had a friend that helped me when I first started out and he taught me some tricks to edit in, edit in Audacity. But um, 
it's a free software. I downloaded it. Um, it's on my computer and I just kind of get, I'm in here right now actually recording this episode. So when it's just me or if the person's here with me, I'll just go into Audacity and do a live record and I can do playback, instant playback and kind of listen, re-record if I want to, drop in clips, anything that I want to do. So highly recommend Audacity. When you are first getting started, your budget is super important. And if you can use really good free software, do it. <laughs> There's no reason to pay for this when you can get it for free and have great sound quality. So those are actually the three platforms that I use. Um, super simple, like I said, social media. I have a LinkedIn page that I never really post on unless it has to do with something that's about your career. And I use Instagram, also free. So I used to use the marketing for Instagram and Facebook. I don't recommend using that. There are a ton of other ways to use it, uh, to use social media to your advantage without paying money. Um, something that I learned early on was creating reels, generate more views than paying for an ad ever did. So if you have great engaging content, just do what works for you and just utilize social media as much as possible. Um, when you collaborate with other people, they're opening you up to their audiences. So I highly, highly, highly recommend that. I'm not doing interviews right now, but sooner or later I will start doing interviews. I'm just kind of trying to get my rhythm back and stay on my schedule right now. So in the future, when you decide it's time to start broadening your audience and building, make sure that you try to work with people that have an online presence. They don't have to have a strong online presence, but when they post about your episode or their time with you, or if they do a reel or if they take a picture or anything like that, make sure they tag you because it helps you generate a bigger audience. And that's the whole point um, of using collaboration to help you grow. Okay, so we're gonna move on to kind of three things <laughs> that I experienced starting this podcast that I don't want you to have to experience for one, or I want you to be able to help kind of learn from my experience. So the first thing is, is when I decided to start interviewing people, make sure you document everything. I actually created a template, an email template, kind of talking about my podcast, the history, how long, questions I might ask, introducing myself, basically telling them, giving them the lay of the land and how I operate. This cut through the nerves of the person that I was interviewing because now they had a roadmap. They weren't kind of flying blind. A lot of the people that I interviewed on the podcast previously had never been on a podcast before. And so having an outline for them to follow and creating a schedule that they can easily follow so they know what to do, when to do it, um, how things work. If you're going to be doing all the marketing and giving it to them to post when they're supposed to post, how often they're supposed to post, there's nothing wrong with creating a roadmap. But this is also a conversation piece because you can go back and forth. If they're not comfortable with something, this kind of helps them say, hey, you wrote this here. Can we discuss it and go into more detail? So that's something that I've always done. I've been doing that since day one. One thing that I didn't do where I kind of messed up during this process is requiring people and having the requirements written out for what they're supposed to do from a marketing standpoint. So I would look at interviews as a collaboration, especially if you are also on social media, the other person's on social media as well. So 
it's kind of like you're basically brokering a deal. I introduce you to my audience and then you introduce me to your audience. The issue is, is that you are now creating free content for them, but you have to make sure that they hold up their end of the bargain. I've had a couple of people on that didn't share the post. They didn't do anything that they said they were going to do. And so now you're kind of flying solo and you're trying to get your numbers for the episode, but you've now lost a big part of your audience that you were supposed to have. So if this is a business, then that's going to be a real problem. So learn now while your podcast is young or before you get started and make sure that both parties are in agreement about how often you're going to post, what you're going to talk about, make sure everyone's comfortable with kind of the schedule that you're on and that basically each person holds up their side of the collaborative effort because otherwise there's no point in interviewing people if they're not going to contribute and do what they say they're gonna do. So the next tip that I have is to make sure that you like your content. This was a very hard pill for me to swallow because when I was recording every single week, my biggest concern was just making sure that I had content. It was good, it came out on time, I just did not want to miss a week. You should not sacrifice your content just so that you can like be on your schedule because that makes you lose your audience. They may just turn off and tune back in the next week, but then they may not. And so it's a bit of a gamble. I've had many times where, well, not many times, there's two times where um, that I can actually tell you about where I've actually interviewed someone and the rhythm was off. We were not connecting the conversation was lagging we got off topic and kind of the image that they were portraying when i originally spoke to them was not who they were when they got on the podcast and so i had to make the decision not to have them on and that was actually one of the first times i did not <laughs> meet my deadline and i basically had to get on here by myself and i'm very happy that that kind of, I'm very happy with the turn of events because that kind of forced me outside of my comfort zone and I did my first episode by myself. So not only am I now having to make the decision to not play their episode, but I'm also having to kind of have a hard conversation and say, hey, I didn't want to waste your time and I'm really sorry, but the episode just didn't turn out the way I'd hoped. And I don't think it's right for my podcast. And obviously you're going to ruffle some feathers, potentially. Not everybody's going to be upset, but um, if it's not a great episode, you kind of have to own up to it because it's your face, your brand, your content. And so it was very disappointing for me as well as the other party. But at the end, I feel like it might have hurt their image because they went completely off board with what they say online. Um, it just didn't match up. So I think you're going to have to be very comfortable when you start interviewing people and make that decision for yourself and kind of just work your way through the weeds. It's not easy to have that conversation with someone and to tell them that you're not going to air their content and you're not going to give them the content because you don't want your name associated with it, but it's something that you have to do. And it kind of comes just, it just comes with the territory. Okay. So on to the last, make sure that you are being technologically responsible. <laughs> if that's the way you want to put it. Um, something that I just learned and it's not the first time I've had issues with my laptop, but 
this was a huge eye opener for me because um, normally I back up my episodes on my hard drive and I had not been doing that. So the pieces that I had already pre-recorded were stuck on this laptop and I didn't have a way of getting them once I kind of turned my laptop over to the Geek Squad. So technology, you just don't know what's going to happen. Always back up all of your content. Make sure you have everything that you create saved externally because I don't care if you have USBs, label them, um, put descriptions in the titles, get get an external hard drive. Things go wrong and things go wrong that are completely out of your control and they can shut down your podcast. If you want to be consistent, make sure your stuff is backed up. Make sure you have a backup plan, a laptop that you could potentially borrow or a podcasting studio that maybe you can go record in. Um, I don't always recommend going to podcast studios unless, unless your podcast is at a specific caliber because they are very, very pricey. But if you need to get your content out or you have things scheduled, try to be flexible. But if you can't, always have a backup plan. So my laptop was actually supposed to be gone for four to five weeks. The fan went out and it was making a god awful noise. My neighbors actually thought that the fire alarms were going off. It was so loud. I'd never experienced anything like this. I had a backup laptop, but I didn't want to have to download all of my software onto this person's laptop. So I decided not to. And then I got the call that my laptop was on its way back. So I just figured it would be better to <laughs> just do the episode a few days late than to start over on someone else's computer and download all the stuff. So I just wanted to give you kind of a casual reminder. Um, don't put all your trust into your laptop or the technology that you're using. Just make sure that you keep records and back all of your materials up so that in the event you spill your coffee or your laptop or something goes out, you still have all your content and you're not starting from scratch. Um, something that a lot of content creators do and that I'm starting to do is go backwards um, and re-listen to episodes and pull specific lines out if I want to reference them in a future episode. If you don't have things backed up, you will not be able to do that unless you can go onto your hosting site and re-download it to your new computer once you get it. So just be aware and be mindful that things can go wrong and try to be flexible if things do go wrong and don't stress out. Um, I was irritated when my laptop went out, but I didn't get mad. Like life wasn't over and because I don't have interviews scheduled, I just figured I'll post on Instagram and then we'll keep going when I can keep going. So these are my tips. Um, there are a lot of lessons that I've learned. Um, if you have any questions or you're thinking about starting a podcast, I decided to do this episode because so many people have been telling me that they want to start a podcast. If you're thinking about it or you have questions that I did not answer on this episode or the previous episode, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. My handle is at livingroom underscore confessional. I'd be happy to answer your questions. I hope this was helpful. And again, I apologize for the late episode, but things happen. And I will talk to you guys next week instead of two weeks because we're getting back on schedule. So you will get an episode from me this week and next Monday. So I hope you guys have a great week and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye. Bye.